This is Nerding Daily, and today we're going to talk about The Mandalorian, Season 2. And what a season it was. Oh my gosh. What did you guys think? It's pretty freaking good, man. I, I, I really enjoyed it from beginning to end. Maybe a smidge below the first season, but I mean, it kept it kept having me come back more, and it was in, every episode was enjoyable to me. Nice. Yeah. I, actually, I actually would put it above the first season, uh, which surprised me. Uh, I'm surprised that they could raise the bar. Um, my kids and I were talking about it. My, uh, it was kind of like a family thing. We watched every Friday. Um, but yeah, it was kind of split. Who who thought season one was better? Who thought season two was better? Kind of split down the middle. Um, but yeah, both seasons are amazing. And this show is just killing it right now. Yeah, I agree. I feel like it's in good hands. And um, so I guess it was nine through 16 this time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed every episode where I think in the first season there was an episode or two. I was just like, eh. but this one, it was like every episode was good. Even though there's a few episodes that were better than others. And it was like hard to follow that episode. I don't know if you guys noticed that, but they really stepped it up. I really appreciated that. And, and, and the, I thought like, okay, what else? Like when, the, before this came out, I was like, what else can they do with him and the child? I mean, really, you know? And they really kind of like proved me wrong because I thought, you know, either Disney's going to kill the child, you know, because he doesn't really show up anywhere else that we know. But then after it unfolded, I was really surprised how they actually kept me interested and and how the Mandalorian himself was interesting because, he, you know, keeps that helmet on all the time. You know, I figured that mm. could wear off after a while. You know, the whole mystique of the uh, costume could wear off mm. and they've really kept us interested in him as a character you know right especially the seasons it's partially writing partially pedro pascal is phenomenal like i didn't appreciate him as much in season one not because uh of anything wrong he did it was just kind of like it's like uh he was so solid that you didn't like it was but it wasn't flashy and so you're uh, you're you're focused on more of the flashy star wars you know stuff right and now season two like you I, i'm i've folk i've noticed him more um and it just he he gives a phenomenal performance so it's partially the writing partially him and then um i love they bring in big directors like yeah there's solid directors who are working on this show and it's been exciting like i'm actually like every week because they don't announce it always right ahead <laughs> you know so like friday morning i like pull up my phone I'm like who's the director of the episode this week you know like um, didn't Rodriguez didn't he direct one? <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. what? He did. Yeah, I was I was glad that it wasn't uh, you know like Shark reminiscent of his other stuff. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That every every time I saw the directed by it, it surprised me. There yeah. were some um, callbacks to directors from season one: yeah. Bryce Dallas Howard, John Favreau, of course, and uh, Rick uh, Famuyiwa, I yeah. believe that's how you say it. Dave but then Filo- everybody else, I believe, is new. Oh wow! Dave Filoni did another one. Oh yeah, Dave Filoni. But yeah, that's yeah. But see, my the reason I think season two is just right below season one is season one. It's still mysterious um, what's going to happen each week. Right. Season two, you you understand that he's on this mission and it's more or less going to get solved. You see him getting basically closer and closer um, each episode. Yeah. Right. To figuring out where the child belongs. And, and we get, you know, we get we got a name for the child. We get Jedi, you know, about halfway through the season. Um, you see a lot more worlds like this is what star wars is right yeah but it's still like it's just a notch below um season one for me and the 
And I, I know I'm biased because, number one, and yeah, spoilers, people, I hate Boba Fett. I still hate Boba Fett. I know oh. you do, but I love him. And it bothers <laughs> me that, of course, of course, they were going to bring him back. I knew that they were going to bring him back. Yeah. I didn't know that they were going to do it in The Mandalorian Season 2, but I knew that they were going to bring him back somehow, some way. And it was just as soon as he was in front, the Mandalorian kind of took a back seat. I felt. Like, they didn't give him as much to do when Boba Fett was there. And he doesn't seem like the badass that he was in season one or parts of season two when Boba Fett's there because they want to show off, hey, isn't Boba Fett cool? He totally yeah. didn't, uh, you know, shoot a string at a Jedi or anything and fall down a hole. <laughs> well, like but, they're really trying to, trying to ramp up Boba Fett. And I, obviously, you I, know why. I feel like they didn't. I feel like they downgraded Boba Fett because he's not a true Mandalorian. And I don't feel like the Mandalorian has to step Boba. forward because he's solid. He's got the bloodline. He, or well, maybe not. He's a family too, actually. But, uh, but, but, but they kind of put, they kind of put him down saying he's a clone. You know what I mean? Well, that fight in the bar. The framing of action scenes, Robert's right. Like they, you know, showing off how cool Boba Fett is. And I feel like I don't I, I understand where you're coming from. I because everything we've seen of Boba Fett doesn't live up to the hype in the movies. Um and so that's where the frustration comes. But you know, there is enough hype around him that it's about time to make him cool. Right. Uh, so I'm okay with them trying to make him cool. Well yeah, I mean it, it is how they show off Boba Fett. And I'm I'm pretty much talking about the episode where he finally dons his armor again. Mm. Right. Because um yeah. actually going back to Fargo season four, Timothy Olympians um, huh. shows up in the first episode with the Boba Fett uh Mandalorian armor. armor. Yep. Right. And so you see his scarred bald guy and you're like, Okay, maybe that's Boba Fett at the end of the first episode. But then later in the season you you know, he announces himself and he says, You have my armor. You see where it's going. And then of course there's the part in the battle where everything, you know, it looks like they're outnumbered, they're not gonna make it, and here comes that fat old Boba Fett flying <laughs> in and then he's just like, I got this guy. Zoom, zoom, zoom. And nobody else is doing anything. Yeah. Nobody else is doing anything. Mandalorian could be running up to get the child, but he's just like, Yeah, look, look, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, this, service. Yep. He didn't know those super soldiers were coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do they call them? Super troopers? Weird. No, they don't call them that. <laughs> Dark troopers. That's right. Yeah. I'm glad at the end, which we will cover soon but not yet that when they needed a rescue because of the dark troopers my kids were guessing boba fett was coming back uh and i'm glad it wasn't oh no so. no i i had a i had a, i heard a rumor that that was gonna happen i just didn't know when or how but i'm i yeah. liked how they did it though that was i saw a tweet where kevin smith cried or something oh he cried <laughs> yeah kevin smith he cries all the time like he does, yeah. <laughs> He cried over Batman versus Superman. Like, that doesn't mean anything. He's, well, everyone yeah. did because it was so terrible. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah no. It was the wrong you, kind you, of crying. Happy, like, I'm going to buy the toys. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> he's, he's in touch with his feelings. I'm all right with it. That's hilarious. I just thought it was funny. <laughs> like, he, he's too much of a fanboy. He's too much is. of a fanboy. He, he loves everything. That's all right. There's nothing wrong with I that. remember watching because he gets like, you know, he gets to see all these uh, early screenings of movies. Mm -hmm. And Kevin Smith, uh, he was insufferable when I was trying to get info on Infinity War mm. uh, before that came out. 
and he was one of the first big channels with like a reaction and he he like it was like a 20 minute thing of just like him saying his reaction to it and i was like oh my oh, gosh that's... dude you're insufferable <laughs> it's <laughs> too long man <laughs> we need a summary <laughs> oh and he tried to make it like a big thing like yeah so they 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 called me in and said that i could see the early reaction i was like oh my gosh like every every sentence ended like that Oh boy! <laughs> and then I went to the bathroom, and I felt so much better. What? Oh, Calm down. <laughs> so that doesn't mean much to me. No, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> so we won't use him for market research. No. All right. So here's a question: um, Have you guys seen all of um, the Clone Wars cartoons and Rebel cartoons? Nah. No, oh. not all of them. Nope. Um, I haven't gotten through all the Rebel. I, I saw all of the Clone Wars, but th- we're talking a while ago. <laughs> so, well, you know they had a new season this year. I didn't know that, no. I haven't yeah, watched that they, anyway. They no. completed it because they didn't get to complete um, it. So it's like the new season led up to uh, Darth Vader turning and stuff. Um, oh, it did? Turning and stuff. So, and, and like Ahsoka's reaction to all that and everything. So apparently the new season's pretty dope. Okay. Um, so my kids and I just started just started it. Not necessarily for uh, it's not bad. The the movie that kind of launched it wasn't great. Where they had Jabba the Hutt's kid it's kidnapped. Get kidnapped. Yeah, it's, it's very weird. It's, uh, and he's like so small. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like the the planets, the ships, and some of the creatures look awesome. And yeah. the people look terrible yeah like it's like a mixture of great and terrible animation yeah <laughs> but um because of being a star wars fan and nerd and the show apparently is just i mean dave filoni was involved with both um and even favreau was kind of did some voices from every now and then on clone wars but i'm, I'm since they're canon i'm kind of going through them now and we're we're still in season one but uh yeah i guess bo katan and her storyline is in both Rebels and Clone Wars. Uh, the Dark Saber is in both. Um, of course, Ahsoka Tano, um, which Rosario Dawson was awesome. Um, I really liked the her her white sabers and and yeah, that was a solid so episode okay. too. Yeah, it was yeah. a good episode. See, not having a, a point of reference um, like you because I haven't seen those shows or the animated movie for that matter. I had no idea who Ahsoka Tano was or Bo-Katan, and I kind of like them being a mystery, especially Ahsoka. Yeah. I mean, she's out there on her own just, uh, you know, fighting her own battles and what she deems necessary. Um, like, I kind of don't want to see the backstory of her. But that's me. That's me. Yeah. I like I like having this kind of in the same universe, but its own separate thing. I guess I that's obviously the Boba Fett comments I made. How, how incredible is it that... They can give, like, well, I'll give Favreau the credit, but I know it's more than just him. But Favreau can give fanboy what they, the fanboys what they want and throw in Ahsoka Tano, throw in Bo-Katan, throw all that stuff. and gets them all excited. They know they know the storyline. They know the background. But then the people who have no idea who those who they are are still, like, they're not, like, left in the dark. Well, like, they're in, they introduce them. incredibly yeah. difficult. Yeah. Yeah. It's a balance. It's like, yeah. But it, but then it also excites the fanboy, and then and then to kind of use someone that's from Battlestar Galactica, is it Bo-Katan? I think she is. Yeah. She was a she played um, Starbuck, I believe, in Battlestar Galactica. So that kind of well, and draws she, in some nerdum too. <laughs> some she actually does voice. Oh, she does in uh, in the, the series. Shows. Oh, I didn't Both know shows. that. Oh, that's that's yeah. that's even better. Oh, that's cool. Uh, Sarah Dawson wasn't. It had some white girl, some blonde white girl. 
was Ahsoka Tano. <laughs> so really? oh, okay. I couldn't cast her. Um, but yeah. Very cool. Katie Sackhoff is Bo Katan and she does the voice. I had no clue. Very cool. I th- I think too, as far as action, they really stepped up this season. Like to like they turned it to eleven because that episode with the sand people and the uh, the worm was that the second episode? That was incredible. Uh, that was a good opener. Which, do you know that the crate dragon is is in the original trilogy? It um, is. Yeah. Well, it's referenced two times. Once um, at the beginning on Tatooine when uh, R two and three PO are walking there's a, a skeleton of a crate dragon right and then and uh, then uh-huh. kenobi and is mimicking Obi-Wan. it or obi-wan yeah, yeah. Obi-Wan, when he chases the sand people away but you don't know it's obi-wan yet it's his the noise he makes is the noise they use in mandalorian for the crate dragon right right like they actually like use the same uh, <laughs> oh, they awesome. don't like mimic it like they actually use the sound bite from a new hope to use that as the noise for the crate dragon, which is just so cool. That is awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> Never noticed that. Cool. Yeah. How cool. You know, episode episode two has the spiders. Yeah, the alien. Right. Yeah. Alien references. Did you notice there's episode two and three had alien references? They had a uh, two had the eggs that opened up, and then in three, when he's eating soup, it comes out and there's a face it's hugger his face, on his yeah. face. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah. How funny was he eating all those eggs, by the way? <laughs> this poor woman's just trying to spawn and he's eating them. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he was just like, it was very Futurama, I thought. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what do you think of the name Grogu? Uh, not, not crazy. It, it, it hasn't grown on me. Yeah, it hasn't grown on me is what I was saying. But I'm better. I'm glad it wasn't like like another Yoda, like, you know, like Yoda Jr. Or, you know, or some variants like Soda, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like the Weird Al song. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, <laughs> I, I, I was underwhelmed with it when it happened. It's it's growing on me um, because I've heard it used enough. Yeah, it's not my favorite. What about you, Robert? Yeah, no, I was fine with it. I was like, well, they got to give them a name at some point. Yeah, I'll just be happy with almost anything. I, I was as soon as they said it, I immediately went back to okay. In Kill Bill, they gave the bride the name Beatrix Kiddo. Yeah, that's like the lowest like <laughs> name. It's not realistic. It's not a realistic name whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. So as long as it's not that like jarring, <laughs> okay. And Grogu, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Kid would have been fine if you would have chosen the name kid that would have been great <laughs> like dick tracy <laughs> oh dick tracy it's perfect so okay so two things i want to cover uh one i think we need to talk about the ending mm. uh, the who shows up and then i want to talk after that i want to you know get some speculation on what we think for season three. Oh, huh? all right all right let's do it so i know that robert met, or no, james mentioned um the epic battle or you know person showing up in in the final episode but robert you you podcast people didn't catch this because you're only listening but robert made a face so robert do you want to talk about this yeah okay so story <laughs> wise um you know it, it's okay everything fits it's it's the standoff you've been waiting for all all season you have them uh attacking moff gideon's moff gideon's cruiser you mean uh space gus Fring? yes space gus Fring, um <laughs> with all of his face intact and uh you know of course he threatens grogu with the dark saber um 
but only about 20 minutes in the fight the fight's up you think uh and then you get what are the droids called again james they're the dark dark troopers troopers which they're cool um mm-hmm. they're definitely modeled after darth vader oh totally and terminator yeah very um, terminator when, vibe when he when lit that guy on fire it just looked cooler man i was like oh my gosh that is so cool he's on fire and he's still trying to kill you yeah that was a total <laughs> terminator vibe. totally that whole fight it was a Terminator vibe. He wouldn't stop punching that dude in the Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So That's true. Just taking it. That's okay. true. But, yeah. I mean, you the initial fight is over fairly soon, and, and you don't know where it's going to go from there. And then you have the um, Dark Troopers fly back in, and they're holed up. You think it's going to be, like, another crazy fight scene with all of them fighting. Um, and then someone comes aboard, and it is... Luke Skywalker himself. I like how most as of soon it was as I security. saw the X-wing, I knew oh. what they were doing. Yeah, I knew too. I did. Yeah, but it was mostly security cam, which I thought was kind of cool. If they kind of would have kept it that way, and he just walked in and just used the force to take the child and didn't even ask and just bolted, I would have been like, oh yeah. <laughs> but no, that's not so. Luke Skywalker comes in single-handedly, destroys all the dark troopers. Mm-hmm. And he comes for the kid. So it finally lives up to the expectation of the Jedi have heard Grogu and decides to take. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. It's the execution. Mm-hmm. Um, it actually was Mark Hamill. Yeah. I, I waited for the credits to see if it actually was. Right. It doesn't sound like him. And it's like a, a really bad CGI, like a deep fake. It yeah. is a deep I, fake. I hated that CGI. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I like that. I'm okay with Mark Hamill um, doing the voice, but. I don't know if you guys have seen on um, any kind of comparison of Sebastian Stan and Mark Hamill. Sebastian they could have Stan, totally done that. Becky, yeah. Yeah. Winter Soldier. Like they look crazy identical yep. back when Mark Hamill was young, uh, especially before the car accident. Um, and and there's been rumors that if they need a young Luke Skywalker, they should get Sebastian Stan. They should have done uh, it. And they totally and I really hope if he shows up more, which we'll talk about that, what our guesses uh I really hope they pull in Sebastian Stan because that CGI was bad. Um, I'm glad they didn't show his face from all the cool fights, mm-hmm. um, which was super reminiscent and and on purpose too of to uh, Rogue, Rogue One. One yeah, uh, even when yeah. Rogue One wasn't that bad. Rogue One wasn't that bad. No, 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 no. no, no. I'm <laughs> talking about the fight scene. See, uh, um, Luke going on a rampage and killing. Oh, okay. Yeah, was okay. was the, on purpose of uh, um, reference to Rogue One because even when the door opens and it's just uh, smoke and you just see the the green mm-hmm. in his lightsaber like you saw the red in um, Darth's and actually um, I found an image online where they put the two images side by side and it's like um, it's not the exact same thing it's uh, what's it called um, two sides of like a face uh, that are like mirroring each other symmetrical Symmetrical. yes because the 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 lightsabers are pointing in different directions and you know the one's red the one's green it's it's pretty awesome um so all that was great but yeah the cgi was bad yeah i agree actually i did enjoy the scene i didn't enjoy the appearance but yeah the 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 deep fakes aren't there yet they can it's weird they can almost get away with them on older people like, have you noticed mm-hmm. that? Like, if, if a person's got texture and wrinkles, it's like, it looks good. But if they're young and too and shiny, too shiny, it's like they can't hide it. They don't they they haven't quite got it down yet. Well, mm-hmm. my issue and I just I, I did watch rewatch Rogue One. So I thought that's what you're talking about is the, the CGI faces on Rogue One. Yeah. That actually looks reasonably realistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
because it has it's not just deep fake deep fake right. is like a an automated thing mm-hmm. yeah um but like you have depth with the faces on in rogue one that they did cgi yeah. and you have you know the movement of hair and everything it doesn't look flat luke skywalker's face looks flat and i've even seen better deep fakes james i sent you yes um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, the South did. Park thing uh, from the creator of South Park, Sassy Justice. They should and have had that South looks Park more realistic, <laughs> um, which is really weird. Um, well, it was Luke. It was, it was, it was Luke. Voice didn't sound like Mark Hamill. I, I, it sounded like younger Mark Hamill, like New Hope Mark Hamill. Right. That's what it it's sounded just, like. It doesn't sound like that anymore. No. So it had some kind of effect on it, which yeah. is is disappointing. Like I, I'd say, I, I love including Mark. Uh, He's, he is great. I loved him in what we do in the shadows. Like, you know, Mark Hamill's awesome, um, but they got to recast it if they're going to put him in more. Yeah. And Sebastian Stan, you already have him with the Disney thing. So come on, just keep him in the family. Honestly. You no, know, I, I love Mark Hamill and he's a he's a great voiceover artist. Oh, totally. But you can't mimic yourself from 30 years ago. No. Right. Like as, even with the, the effects, like it was obvious that there was an effect on his voice. Well, and his and lips. That took me out of it. I couldn't stop looking at his mouth because it just looked weird when he was talking. I watched it twice. And yeah. the second time it was worse, yeah. actually. The first time it was great, actually, because I, I was just stoked. Oh, yeah. I was I was like fanboy. But the second time I was like critical. <laughs> I, was, I was fanboying it. So I, I haven't gone through the second time. I plan to. But yeah, I was too busy fanboying it. Yeah. Uh, I, it, it was just awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was. That's that's one of the times that I kind of wish the the way that they directed the scene with Luke Skywalker re- finally revealing himself that they could have done it a little more in the shadows, more, a little simpler, and then yeah. just had a little bit of the CGI because I mean the whole time he's fighting the droids, his his cloak is covering his face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know who it is. You see the glove. You see the lightsaber. Yeah. You know it's Luke Skywalker, but they didn't have to have like they they stuck on his face way too long. Right, yeah. even too much dialogue, honestly, mm-hmm. yeah. to make believable to me. So I was like, I was excited that it's Luke Skywalker, but seeing him fighting all the droids, I was just, I was like, okay, they're gonna have like it's got to be really good CGI at the end, like it's got to be really convincing me if they're actually gonna show his face. And once they show his face, I was like, oh. See, I was, I was, I was pulling on hope for Sebastian Stan because I didn't know. I mean, I knew it was Luke. That would have been great. I didn't know, you know, is this going to be, I knew it was either going to be Mark Hamill or Sebastian Stan. Like for me, that was the only two options. I didn't think they would go another route. I mean, the Sebastian Stan thing has been on the internet for years. And, um, and even this season, especially after the Ahsoka Tano episode, there's been a lot of like, um, online stuff. And really, you know, what's, what's interesting, the, the world we live in right now is online rumors get people cast. Rosario mm-hmm. Dawson was cast as a Sokotano because people have been talking about it for the past couple of years. Right. Yeah. She's literally cast for that. Um, and that is a that's a common thing nowadays. Actually just uh, Johnny Depp got fired from or technically quit, but kind of forced out of mm-hmm. the Fantastic Beasts and people started asking for Mads Mickelson and, and then he got the part. Yep. Uh, so the mob rules you know, man. he got really demand Sebastian Stan for this. Yeah, I think, I think so. so. I think that would have worked. Yeah, that would have been better. Absolutely. And it's not too late. You no, know, it's if you're not. gonna put him in season three in any level. Well like so that's where what what do you think season three is gonna be? I mean, he could go the route of the fight of Mandalore and trying to get you know, bring that plan back and then he's got Bo Katan. Is she gonna help him? Is she gonna be against him? They're gonna have uh, to battle. She needs the she needs the Darksaber. That's that's inevitable, I think. Right. 
you know, mm-hmm. how much more is Giancarlo Esposito going to be involved? Um, which even though he's playing space Gus Fring and then there's the superhero Gus Fring and the boys, uh, I, he can play Gus Fring all day and I'm, I'm okay with that. He's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, I, I don't think he's done. Um, you know, what are they? I don't know. What do you guys think? I, I mean, are they going to, is the child or Grogu going to take a back seat and not be around as much? I mean, they, the second to last episode, he wasn't in at all. It's right. kind of like maybe letting you know he's not going to be in it as much. I don't know. What do you think? I mean, I hope they go that route where it's not just focused around the child. Yeah. Um, I do want there to be a rivalry with uh, the Mandalorian and Bo-Katan. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still do want it to be its own separate part of the universe. Um, it's it, it's borderlining on, you know, just fan service, especially yeah. with R2 at the end and the whole thing with Bib Fortuna and but with that, fine, right. that's going to be a different story. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But the, I want the Mandalorian to kind of stay, um, you know, off in his own little corner and just exploring and doing the bounty hunting or, yeah, um, fighting for Mandalore. That, I mean, would still make an amazing show put in the right hands. Right. Yeah. My only critique of season two was um, I think they pulled it off really well, but it was a total showcase for a bunch of different future shows they want to set up. Right. Um, no, absolutely. And, you know, like the amazing Spider-Man two with Andrew Garfield was a complete failure at trying to set up future stuff. Yeah. So that's how not to do it. And yeah. season two of Mandalorian is, that is a how to do it. They did it properly, it, but it was like, it was borderline. Like you could tell they're, they want to do future stuff. You know, then not long after, you know, just a couple weeks or what, two weeks ago, they, or last week they announced all the shows they're going to be doing. Well, I really, I really feel like they were testing out styles. You know what I mean? Like, what do, what do people like? Because every episode kind of felt like it had its own style to it. You know, whether it was yeah. a Western vibe, which we saw, or a samurai. samurai vibe, which we saw. Yeah, or just straight up action with metal. Mm-hmm. I mean, it had like, did you hear in some of those fight scenes, there was like actual metal playing right. behind in a Star Wars movie. They've never done that. Right. Yeah, yeah. It was crazy. And then since when do we have hyperspace and not light speed? That was interesting, too. That kind of threw me for a second. Did anybody notice that? <laughs> well, and, and think about all the other... Um, you guys had mentioned how they were paying like homage to um, Alien, right? They had the two uh, instances where they like had a face hugger in, in the spiders. But did, did anybody notice TPS reports? And yes. and they were dropping like spice. Yeah. They mentioned Spice from Dune. Right. I mean, there was some other. There was a lot of. They're like really playing it up to right. the fans, like fans that pay attention, I guess. <laughs> Which the TPS reports. I have to say, Bill Burr was a highlight this season. He was, you know, his character is a total jerk. Season one didn't really like him that much, but I loved his character in that episode. He was good. Uh, he was likable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, he was good. Yeah. I'm glad they brought him back. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. The especially. Yeah, like you said, that there is the announcement of all the all the new content, uh, Star Wars shows and movies and uh, Marvel shows and movies too. But yeah. um, the Ahsoka one, I was like, no, that's a that's cool. Like I didn't. Hold on, we lost you for a second. There you go. You're back. Okay. So the Ahsoka thing, you know, wasn't um, uh, it was a little out of left field. It didn't feel so like blatantly obvious that they were going to make a spinoff like that horrible episode of Stranger Things. <laughs> uh, I, I swear, I don't want to talk about that anymore. But it always comes up. <laughs> um, but the 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 scene with Boba Fett at the end, like that, was like a step too far for me. I was like, okay, I knew so they were going to have a, a show about Boba Fett, Ahsoka Tano, and the Mandalorian. It's like mm, they're. 
I wouldn't say that they're stretching it too thin, but it's like my interest lies with the Mandalorian. Mm. Yeah, no, that's definitely the cream of the crop. Um, now, is I don't know what uh, I don't know what Disney has said. I know the speculation is that the Boba Fett is going to be a show, but I wonder is it just going to be like kind of a Disney Plus movie? Yeah, uh, I don't know if Disney has said has confirmed that it's a show or not. Because here's the thing: it says coming in December of 2021. The book. Well, Mandalorian season three is coming Christmas Day 2021. So are they going to run at the same time? I don't. I don't think Disney would do that. Yeah, so I, I feel think like you're right. it might just be a one-off thing. Yeah, I could be wrong, but it might not be a whole like, uh, you know, show. I'd be okay with that. Limited series, like four episodes, maybe a mini series, whatever. I would. I would do that instead of you know eight hours a season dedicated right. to you know Boba Fett. He looks cool, but he doesn't do anything. Oh no, he does stuff. Cool. Well, you know, Marvel's. Their Marvel shows, you know, the first couple are going to be six episodes, but um, some of them, some of them, I think are going to be longer, you know. And then like, like what in the Cassian uh, Andor show, like the little trailer, it wasn't trailer, it was kind of like this behind the scenes stuff. But what did they say? It was going to be like twelve episodes or something like that. Like mm-hmm. so, they're I don't think they have a certain set uh, how many episodes. So I, I don't know what, what Boba Fett's going to be. Um, I would be fine with Boba Fett as a show if it if it showed if it filled in like the gap from the time of what happened to him inside the worm to uh, yeah, explain that to, to to the point where you know just before he meets up with uh, Mando, I'd be fine with it. And then if it's just a movie, because they're calling it the book of Boba Fett, right? Right. Aren't they calling it that? So that that to me makes makes it seem like it's just like a a little section of of what we don't know and i'd be all right with it but so um, you want so james you want a two-hour movie of boba fett being digested (laughs) no 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 i want to know how he (laughs) didn't get digested (laughs) Uh, yeah see i'd rather it be the opposite and them just gloss over that it's like it's obvious he got out he's he's suffered some damage i'd rather it be you know seeing him actually die him taking over as this mob boss uh, figure on Tatooine and seeing, you know, his downfall. Because now he's like, you know, he's top tier. He's the boss. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, you could bring more of his character in, but seeing him, I mean, he's he's old. I mean, they can, they can do <laughs> they can do both. I mean, they could you can have flashbacks. I don't need to have every detail. I just want to know how he got out. That's all. I know he got out. Especially if they go further back and kind of give his history since it's the book of Boba. Right. Like, just keep his helmet on. Don't give me CGI younger tomorrow Morrison. You know, like, yeah. Because he is older now, for sure. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, Speaking of which, the original actor who played Boba Fett just died a couple days ago. Yeah, two days ago. Yeah. That's sad. That was was kind of a bummer because... um, yeah, Tamara Morrison, he's, I mean, you hear his voice everywhere in the freaking prequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I kind of, I kind of miss the original Boba Fett voice. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, I don't know if, if, if they have it as a series or just, you know, a movie on its own, then I'd, I'd be okay. I, I was kind of thinking about that too, with the timetables. Um, they might, you know, be pushing back stuff. Um, because we are still in pandemic times, so they might not stick to, you know, overlap if it is two shows. Right. But with the Marvel shows, I mean, theoretically, there could be overlap, too, because they have. I mean, they're trying to release three shows in the first half of 2021 for mm-hmm. Marvel. Yeah, like six shows or something for Marvel. Yeah, it's something well, crazy. Disney Plus said is and two have, oh, sorry. Um, Disney Plus says 
when they made their big announcement, they said that they want to have new content from new original content every week of the year. Wow. That'd be good. Yeah. That puts a lot of pressure on Netflix. Good. I guess one more thing I can think of, uh, and then if you guys have anything else, cover that. But, um, James and I talked about this a couple weeks ago. We, we just, uh, did a show on Fargo and you can check that out. And one of the things with Fargo is it was 11 episodes this year instead of the normal 10. And they had, we talked about maybe too many storylines and keeping up to an hour. And that's been a constant critique that the three of us have covered in other shows where it's just too much. Like you're just don't be afraid of shorter seasons or whatever. And Mandalorian has been getting some online uh, flack because the episodes are kind of short. Um, some of them are like in the 30 minutes, some in the forties, very few in the fifties, if any. And, um, but here's the thing, like I, it, it leaves you wanting more. Mm-hmm. That is how they should do it. That's, I mean, that's genius marketing right there. Um, it's not overdone. I, I, there's no dead time. There's no dead episodes. Right. It's just, they're short and they leave you wanting more. And I think that's, that's been an advantage of the show. I just want the meat and potatoes. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think they learned their lesson from Netflix, honestly, yeah. because the deal that they had with all of the Defender series, it was always the same. It had to be in this time frame, and it always had to be 13 episodes. And we complain about that so oh, freaking yeah. much. Right. So they're, they're learning their mistakes from, you know, what they or other people have done in the past. And I'm glad. Me too. You know, if WandaVision is 10 episodes and they're all stellar, awesome. If Winter Soldier, Falcon and Winter Soldier is 20 episodes and it meanders, you know. Yeah. Those are 20 episodes. Right. <laughs> so they, I thought it was perfect for Mandalorian. Right. Yeah. yeah. It, perfect pace. And like you said, when it's over, I'm like, it's over. Oh, man. Okay. To wait yeah. till next time. Yeah. I agree. Well, that's all I got. You guys, anything else? Yeah, I'm done. Just, uh, you know, Peyton Reed, try to, you know, instead of just trying to get a passing grade, Peyton Reed, try to make it, like, spectacular. Because he directed <laughs> two episodes, and they were they were serviceable. Okay. Yeah. But they, I, I keep, I keep thinking that both of them could have done so much more. I, I I'll tell you, like when uh, I already mentioned that on a Friday morning, I would pull up and see who the director was, and when I saw it was Peyton Reed, I go, I like out loud, I was like, uh, like, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> like he, he's he's good, he's serviceable, but he's not. I mean, he's not a distinctive director. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he's not distinctive. He's he's kind of better. Yeah. Which I'm glad he was. Uh, he's been championing for years, um, wanting to do a Fantastic Four movie. Right. And this is not related to Star Wars, but it's is still Disney. Um, I'm so glad he didn't get it. Right. And John Watts got it right, and he's been killing it in Spider Man. So yeah. I, that was totally awesome news. Um, but yeah, like Taika Waititi did the finale last year, and I was I was, I was holding out hope that he would do the finale this year too. I know he's a busy guy. But I'm like, that'd be awesome. Um, but yeah, it's anticlimactic. You have Taika Waititi doing the finale this year was Peyton Reed. But it's mm-hmm. like, I mean, even Robert Rodriguez. Robert Rodriguez has some just crap. I mean, even this, he isn't. He doesn't give up on this Shark Boy Lava Girl thing. He's even has a new one coming to the Netflix uh, or whatever. It's yeah. terrible. But yet, you know, he's got like, I mean, El Mariachi, Desperado, like, yep. but even Alita. I mean, he destroyed Alita in a good way. Like, Alita was, I thought, was wonderful. That was great. Was direct, great. Yeah. And so, yeah, his episode was solid. Bryce Dallas Howard was solid. Um, it was a, it, an improvement on her season one episode. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yes, I was going to say that. Um, so, yeah, I was kind of bummed as Peyton Reed. But. <laughs> I 
mean, I was I was holding that hope that it'd be like mm-hmm. someone brand new to Star Wars, like, like somebody that would just knock it out of the park. But it was just man, Peyton Lee again. I mean, imagine if like it was freaking James Gunn or something. Oh, that would be nice. And you didn't know until the episode. Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright oh. would take it off. Oh, that would be yeah. sick. He's a fanboy, and he is a great director. Yeah. <laughs> if only. If only. If only. If, well, maybe next time. Well, they yeah. say they didn't pull Lucas out. They'd be like, hey, direct an <laughs> episode. <laughs> George Lucas, he can write, but not he can't write dialogue. If you just help him, you know, he can be in the writing room. Don't let him direct it. And don't let him do the dialogue. Then if, you're good. If he writes it, you're going to get a racing scene. That's just going to, that's what's going to happen. <laughs> There's going to be some sort of racing going on. <laughs> American comedian space. That's what you're going to well, have. <laughs> as long as he does just a first draft and somebody else finishes. Right. That's the main thing because especially yeah. episode one, he acted like he didn't have enough time for a second draft. That's yeah, right. Ridiculous. <laughs> what a, yeah. Uh, don't, don't bring him out. No, that's no. Yeah, that's Got what I'm it. saying. All right. I guess that's it, right? That's it. This concludes this episode of Nerding Daily. Next time, we're going to probably talk about our top five yes. shows, top five movies, which we've had plenty of time to see, which, by the way, I finally saw Tenet. So Ooh. maybe we can talk about that next time. Robert, have you seen it? Nope. Nope. Oh, man. Borrow it from your dad. He'll loan it to you. <laughs> yeah, maybe. If you want. <laughs> That wasn't, I, I, I wasn't telling you. I was that excited to see it. I don't know. Loved it. It was, dude, it. it's an experience. That's for sure. It might take two, you might have to watch it twice just to yeah, kind of get it. Or you have to watch it. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that another time. Absolutely. All right. Well, cool, man. So I guess this concludes this episode for sure now. Have a good one. All right.